Okay, so this is breaking news. The FBI is looking into Cuomo's handling of the nursing homes. Now, you know he's been under scrutiny um, recently for his handling of the nursing homes. And this is coming from ABC News. FBI investigating Andrew Cuomo's handling of nursing homes during pandemic. Uh, says the FBI and federal prosecutors in Brooklyn are investigating Governor Andrew Cuomo's um, CV-19 task force uh, with a particular focus on his administration's handling of nursing homes early in the coronavirus pandemic. Two sources familiar with the matter told ABC News. Uh, it says the investigation first reported by the Albany Times Union. I actually did a report on that myself. Um, it says the investigation first reported by the Albany Times Union is in its initial stages. Subpoenas have been issued, the sources said. Uh, it says the FBI declined to comment as did the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York. The full scope of the investigation is not immediately clear, but the sources said there was a particular interest um, in nursing homes, which have been a source of increasing frustration for Cuomo. Now, this is the... Uh, key point right here, the key part. It says, last week, an aide conceded that the administration withheld the nursing home death toll from state lawmakers out of fear it would be used against the state by the Trump administration. Now, Cuomo has been all over the news, all over CNN, uh, talking about how he's handled the um, pandemic. And as a matter of fact, uh, let me see, let me go to my own, my own blog here. Um, well, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up later. But anyway, um, I did a, I did a report on it showing how Cuomo um, handled this thing and how he was putting already sick people in these nursing homes. And that helped drive the number of deaths up in the state of New York. And um, Fauci was one of the people that was congratulating Cuomo for his handling of the pandemic. And as a matter of fact, I have it here from the Morrow Report. It says here, um, while there was, well, this is what I put, while there has been much talk amongst independent journalists, mainstream media, 
has not only buried the story, I'm talking about the handling of Cuomo and, his, and as far as these nursing homes go, but Governor Cuomo has been championed as a hero for his handling of the pandemic in his state. Anthony Fauci is on record stating Governor Cuomo handled the pandemic correctly. And then there's a quote here from PBS NewsHour. It says, we know that when you do it properly, you bring down those cases. We have done it. Um, we have done it in New York. That's what Fauci said in an interview on PBS News. Well, it turns out, it turns out Cuomo has really, really screwed the pooch on this one. And it's finally coming out. People were calling it a conspiracy theory when it first came out by independent news journalists who were trying to expose uh, what Cuomo had done. And this happens all the time. Um, everything's a conspiracy theory until it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. But Cuomo is really un under a lot of fire right now. Um, so this is um, more from the article from ABC News. It says, he starts tweeting that we killed everyone in nursing homes. Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, said of Trump on the conference call recording, a transcript of which was provided by DeRosa to ABC News. Um, it says he starts going after New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, um, starts going after California Governor Gavin Newsom, starts going after Michigan Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer, he directs the Department of Justice to do an investigation into us. It says in, quote, basically we froze because then we were in position where we weren't sure if what the numbers we were going to give to the Department of Justice or what we give to you guys um, was going to be used against us, DeRosa. Um, De told the legislators we weren't sure if there was going to be an investigation. So, again, this is breaking news. You got to wonder, though, what did Cuomo do to make the FBI do an investigation? And the reason why I say that, because you know what he did. Okay, we know what he did. Um, people that are open-minded and, and actually seek out real news and don't trust uh, mainstream media. You already know about the, the nursing home tragedies. Okay, you already know. But you got to wonder, with the Biden administration there and the Dems having complete control over everything, including the media. How is it that all of a sudden Cuomo is being thrown under the bus? Because he received an award 
for his handling of the pandemic. He wrote a book about his handling of the pandemic. And he was being, like I said before, a champion. And now all of a sudden there's this big investigation and now CNN is reporting on it. And you have all the mainstream news outlets reporting on it. What happened? Something else is going on here. Because I'm going to tell you something. These people do not care. And I don't care how anybody feel about it. I'm going to tell you the truth. These people do not care about these elderly people that died in these nursing homes. Okay? Because when... Because during 2020, during, especially during, as we got close to the 2020 election, you didn't hear a peep about this. You didn't hear anything. They damn sure weren't going to bring this up while Trump was running for president, for re-election. They were not going to bring this up. Now, all of a sudden, they want to bring this up, and it makes you wonder what's going on behind the scenes. I'll do another, um, I'll do another show on this topic and tell you exactly what I think is really going on here because this is big and it just keeps um, getting deeper and deeper. It's, it's like it's like Cuomo may have rubbed the wrong people the wrong way. If you get what I'm saying, he pissed somebody off in high places and he's the one being thrown under the bus. Because you know the news media, they control the narrative. They can make it seem like whatever they want to make it seem like. Hell, they convinced half of America that Trump caused the pandemic. So they can make anything appear to be what they want it to be. Anyway, um, back to the article right quick. In closing says uh, Cuomo conceded this week his handling of the nursing home fatality data created a void that became filled with filled by misinformation and conspiracy theories. There, there's, there's that word, conspiracy theories. But he declined to apologize. So this is going to get interesting. It could be a whole lot of nothing. It could be a big smoke screen. Who knows if anything will actually come of it, but um, I, did, I did feel the need to go ahead and talk about it. But I will be doing an update later on. You're listening to TMR HL Radio. TMR Headlines via TheMorrowReport.com. Okay, so this is very important. It's not getting hardly any news coverage. They're talking about everything else right now. But um, this is coming from ABC 7.com. It says here, Human trafficking investigation nets 145 arrests in L.A. County. 
Um, authorities on Thursday announced that 145 arrests were made in Los Angeles County during a recent statewide operation investigating human trafficking. Operation Reclaim and Rebuild involved more than 100 federal, state, and local agencies and resulted in 450 arrests statewide, the Los Angeles Police Department reported. And Tim Ballard did a report, a special investigation that was um, it was in several publications that I saw that there's a spike in human trafficking, especially child trafficking, but no one's talking about it. So, you know, it pissed me off that all this coverage about the pandemic and Trump and all this other crap. But this is flown right under the radar. Now, Trump had Operation Not Forgotten and Operation Safety Net, which every week seemed like 30 to 40 to sometimes 50 Children were being rescued. Now, there were some discrepancies there. Um, some of the children, they said, weren't necessarily um, kidnapped or being trafficked, but they were missing or they appeared to be in, in you know, maybe not the most family-friendly environment. So there's some discrepancy there, but either way, um, for whatever reason, it just didn't make the mainstream news outlets for whatever reason. And it's very disturbing. Um, but anyway, continuing with the article here, it says, the goal of the operation was simply to rescue and recover victims of human trafficking and to arrest the traffickers or individuals who have exploited them. That's what LAPD Deputy Chief Chris Pitcher said at a news conference Thursday morning. It says during the seven-day operation, LAPD made 91 arrests. The Long Beach Police Department made 13 arrests. The LA Regional Human Trafficking Task Force made 36 arrests, and the Pomona um, Police Department made five arrests. Again, this is abc7.com. abc7.com. It says, statewide, 39 victims of human trafficking were rescued during the operation, including 13 juveniles, officials said. Um, in Los Angeles County, 14 victims of human trafficking were rescued, 12 by LAPD, and two by the Pomona Police Department. So, again, um, stories like these usually make your local news, but it doesn't make your mainstream, you know, CNN, God forbid CNN reports on anything relevant. MSNBC, forget about it. Fox News, I give them a little bit of credit. They will, from time to time, um, bring up such issues. 
but most of most of the time, if it's not local, you know, you're not going to get news like this. Um, but the reason I brought this up again is mainly because Tim Ballard and his Tim Ballard and his report about the rise and the spike in human trafficking, child trafficking, actually, excuse me. He was he was talking about child trafficking during the pandemic. Now you think about it, these children are in a situation where they're not really able to associate with their friends. They're not going to school. And that leaves the door open, the window open for these predators. And it's, it's a market. Believe it or not, there is a market for trafficking, for human trafficking, child trafficking. People make a lot of money off of trafficking kidnapping and trafficking children. This has been going on for years. And it's just one of those things that, for whatever reason, it continues on and on and on. But mainstream media doesn't really talk about it or really pick it up. Everyone's, you know, you have your your shows like Dateline where they, you know, they have investigation and somebody that's missing, but it's like an individual thing. It's like, oh, this person is missing. You know, if you if you have any information, call this number, yada yada. But on a wide scale, when you look at it, um there has been a complete spike in trafficking during this pandemic. And is almost gone unnoticed, unreported. So while you're sitting there watching, while you idiots, you useful idiots are sitting around watching Trump's second impeachment trial, which turned out to be nothing. These are the stories that are going under under the radar. That's why I call you useful idiots. You're distracted by mainstream media and their propaganda and their politic political BS that they push on you and you accept it like dummies. Real stories and real information, you know, you you don't care. You don't care. You just want your stupid mainstream media to continue to push their propaganda on you and you love it. Go look these things out for yourself and see what I'm talking about. A lot of things going on in this country and they are burying it. You know why they're burying it? Because people have things to hide. Oh, you think the Jeffrey Epstein case was just some Random situation. Now, how many politicians were involved in that? How many celebrities were involved in that? Multi-millionaires, billionaires, people in high positions were involved in that. And these are the people that you trust. 
These are the people that you elect. Huh? These are the people that you elect. People that have been accused of rape and pedophilia. And yet your dumbass goes out there with a sign and support them and give them your vote. Then you get offended when I call you a dumbass. You trust these people. Why isn't this story, not just this story, but the spike in human trafficking and child trafficking during the pandemic not being talked about? You know why? Because somebody's hiding something. And somebody's making a lot of money. Oh, you want to talk about the border wall? You know how much trafficking goes on at the border? Yeah, a lot. You get offended over the border wall, not knowing that that's one of the hot spots for child trafficking. These children get brought over, the, get brought into America, and they get sold on the black market. Oh, you don't know about that, do you? Yeah. But you know how to be offended, though. You know how to be a social justice warrior. So anyway, that's, that's the um, report. Let me stop before I go on a rant. You're listening to TMR HL Radio. TMR Headlines via TomorrowReport.com. Service members are declining the CV-19 vaccination and... Believe it or not, mainstream media is actually talking about it. Uh, It's kind of weird. You know, at one point they were making it seem like everybody wanted the shot. So this coming from the Hill uh, says overnight defense, one third of service members declined the coronavirus vaccine. Biden to take executive action in response to SolarWinds hack, yada, yada, yada. Um, So anyway, it says here, during a hearing, a House hearing on the Armed Forces response to CV-19, says Representative Mike Rogers, Republican of Alabama, um, the top Republican of the Armed Forces, uh, Armed Services Committee as Major General Jeff Talaferro, the Vice Director for Operations, what percentage of service members have declined to receive the vaccine? And it says here, and quote, I think our initial look, and this is, of course, very early data, it says is acceptance rates are somewhere in the two-thirds territory and of course, it varies by group by different groups. That's what Telefero said. Um, it says no system in place. 
Um, Pentagon officials had previously insisted that it did not know how many service members had refused to take the vaccine as it doesn't have a system in place to track that information because the program is voluntary. Um, and it says in quotes here, it's not the kind of thing that we, we are certainly tracking here. It says, um, it says that the Office of Secretary of Defense has a database that we can just go pull from. So they don't have a, um, they don't have a system in place at the moment. Or at least they're saying they don't, they don't have a way to track that data accurately at the moment. Um, it says here, DOD has also made it a policy to not report branch affiliations of those who have received the vaccine. Um, Military Times reported it in early February. Um, so that's interesting. Interesting to me because I know how the military is. And me being in the military before, there's usually a lot of pressure to do certain things, especially something like this, like taking a vaccine. I remember um, you had the what the the um, smallpox. You had damn, I can't even remember all the damn shots we took. Um, what was the what was the big scare back in the day? The um, it'll come to oh anthrax and anthrax and so anyway that's kind of interesting that at the moment or at least from what's being reported is that they they're not making it mandatory for the military to take it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that changed, especially with Biden being commander in chief. I would be shocked if it didn't change and. They don't trust the military anyway. Um, the Biden administration doesn't. I know I'm going off topic, but the Biden administration doesn't trust the military anyway. So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. <clears throat> I expect that to change. Um, at the moment, I know that they're trying to vaccinate as many people as they possibly can. And they have their reasons. They have their reasons. But um, I did find it quite interesting and very telling that mainstream media is reporting on this. Um, this is different from how it's very different from where we were about two months ago. Remember two months ago, they made it sound like everyone wanted the vaccine, like people were fighting to get the vaccine. Now, there's a lot of people that do want the vaccine. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people that want it. But there are a lot of people that do not trust it. Number one, how quickly it was supposedly developed. Supposedly. Number two, the ingredients. Number three, that the media has tried to bury the deaths that have come from taking this shot 
And no matter how much they try to bury it, people have access. As long as you have access to the Internet, you will be able to discover new information if you seek it out. And that's really what it comes down to, who seeks out information and who doesn't. Well, the military, I can tell you this much, the military is, they're very, um, uh, well, we all know that they're together, they move as a unit. And information travels quick in the military. Information travels real quick. Very fast. So, I could see a scenario. I could see this being a situation, right? And real information about the vaccine probably got to service members and the word spread real quick. That word spread real quick and the ones that are in the, in the know are like, hell no. I'm not taking it. And it's going to be interesting to see the Biden administration, if they do what I think they're going to do, it's going to be really interesting. Because, like I said, there's already most of the most of the armed forces are not backing Biden. They're not backing Biden. That's why they were doing the whole uh, vetting the military. You know, they were. Looking to see who were Trump supporters. You know, and all that kind of craziness. Because they do not support Biden. Trump didn't have to do that. Trump didn't have to do that. So we'll see where this goes. Um, but smart people in the military are not taking it. Um, they know something that the useful idiots do not know. Before I close it out, there's one more part to this article here. Again, this is from The Hill, thehill.com. Um, raise the question, um, still deployable? That's a good question. Will these service members still be able to deploy if they do not get the vaccine? Um, it says here, Rogers also asked if the service members who were not vaccinated were deployable. And Talaferro stated non-immunized uh, non service members were deployable, saying the service, the services and commands that have been set up over the past year have allowed the armed forces to operate in a COVID environment. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. We'll see just how long that lasts. That's going to be really, really interesting. See, they're, they're trying not to rock the boat. They're trying not to rock the boat and come, and I'm talking about these, you know who I'm talking about, these liberal communists, supposedly liberal. They're pretending to be liberal, but they're really communists. They're trying not to rock the boat. They've been exposed. A lot of people are awake now. A lot of people are awake now. And they're trying not to completely rock the boat. 
They don't want to piss off the military. You know what could happen if they piss off the military. They know who to mess with. But it's going to be interesting to see just how long this um, this passive phase continues. You know, oh, we suggest that you take the vaccine. We want all of our military to be vaccinated. But if you choose not to, we'll still, you know, you're still deployable. You'll still get your benefits. We'll see how long this lasts. We'll see.